Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm your host, Rob Younts, and thank you so much for tuning back into the Kane Cash Show. If today's your first episode, you're in for a treat. If you've been with us before, we really appreciate you coming back. But either way, today's guest is the top five prospect in all of baseball. Before we get into that, I'd like to ask a favor of you. Help us grow this show. You can do that in many ways. First and foremost, smashing the like button. Whether you are watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast host, give us a like. Smash it. Two, drop us a comment to let us know what you like about the show or you don't like. Three, help us grow our community by subscribing. This lets others know that this show is legit. Four, show us some love with a review. Five, share the show. Send it to your friends and enemies who are missing baseball right now. We could all use a good fix. Today, we are talking with Canes alum and San Diego Padres prospect, Mackenzie Gore. He started his Canes career throwing low 80s, and now he's throwing upper 90s. He matured in more ways than one, keeps a level head on and off the field. Mackenzie shares how he was humbled by the game and his Canes experience. He is now knocking on the Major League Baseball door, but still looking to learn and grow and get better. Buckle up, because Mackenzie absolutely brings the heat in this episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? Rob Younts here and Jeff Petty with Kane Cash Show. Got another awesome episode and one of the top prospects in all of baseball today. Uh, first of all, let's, let's let's check in with Jeff. Jeff, how things going, man? How you keeping all those uh, those Wilson Premier trophies uh, clean up there on that shelf? They haven't been wiped down since I got them, but I'm just trying to stay sane like everybody else. Dude, I hear you. I hear you. to have McKenzie on here. It's going to be fun. I know, right? So we got McKenzie Gore of all people. Holy cow. So if, if, for those of you that don't know, McKenzie, bring us up to speed a little bit about where you're from and, and, and a little bit about who you are right now, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I'm McKenzie Gore. I'm from Whiteville, North Carolina, and – Played for the Canes in my, I think it was my sophomore and junior summer uh, in high school, and I'm now with the Padres. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. Um, so where, where in the world are you? Where in the world are you right now? Uh, I'm in uh, Arizona right now. Okay. Up All right. Stay stayed up. Weather. Yeah, no kidding, right? A little, uh, nothing wrong with a little light, uh, nice weather while you're going through this. Um, so what are you doing these days? I mean, I know, you know, spring training and, and all that's gone. What are you doing to stay sane during all this, man? Uh, yeah, so we're trying, to, we're trying to stay home as much as I can. Uh, there's been a lot of golf in my, in my <laughs> schedule these uh, last few weeks. So I'm just really just trying to work on the golf game. And yeah? Are you any good? Uh, I'm getting better. I'm not bad. I just – I got to get better so these uh, older guys quit taking my money. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sure that they, they probably relish the opportunity to do that. They, uh, they don't feel bad about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. So, yeah, you're from, from Whiteville. Um, tell us a little bit about your, you know, growing up. Uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, I guess before you got to high school, kind of what, what you did and where you played and who coached you and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, so Whiteville is a very small town, uh, like 5,000 people. Um, I was uh, growing up there. We just I played around it around there. I didn't. I played some Myrtle Beach, but I didn't really travel a whole lot. You know, go play baseball. Um, we had our group that we played with all the time. Then when we got to high school, uh, my high school coach was Brett Harwood. Uh, coach Harwood was great. Uh, he's one of the best high school coaches. I you know put him up there with anybody. Uh, he's won five or six state wow. championships in the past. Yeah eight or nine years and uh so he's won a lot of games um he's a great guy and he's he helped me a lot my, you know my freshman year we won a state championship um and then there was some some noise started just because we we're good and on a good team and i had some success and then my sophomore year we uh we did it again and then that sophomore summer uh that's when i started playing with the canes and it was that's kind of where all the Started getting crazy after that, uh, but it was a lot of fun, you know, up to that point. Yeah. So, Jeff, what do you what do you remember about McKenzie as a player? You know, as he was coming up, because I know I know it's harder, um, you know, when you're coaching our 17 and under team. But I, I I know, you know, given there there was a lot of noise around McKenzie, what did you what did you know about him before he got to you? Well, I 
I know that he comes from hails from a town where there's a lot of baseball tradition and a lot of success around that Whiteville program. Um, you know, so there was buzz around him with that, with the championships that they were winning that he just talked about. I do remember being in Atlanta, and it was when he was playing with our 16-year-old group. So this must have been the summer after his sophomore year, I guess. And I was there for some reason. I don't know, I don't know why, but I, I, I was. We, we had just got done or something like that, and he was pitching day one, I think, of that tournament, and it was at a high school field. And I remember getting there, and there must have been 30 colleges there. They left the uh, sprinklers on that night, and it was a uh, wet mound. Okay. I think I remember that now that you bring that up. And I remember there being just so many colleges there to see him pitch that day. And I watched him pitch for the first time. Um, That was the first time I ever saw him. Um, Didn't know him personally, Mm -hmm. uh, but got to see him pitch and watch his competitiveness. And and he had a good outing. And, I mean, McKenzie could speak more to the college recruiting stuff. I had nothing to do with any of it I I wasn't really privy to any of those conversations as far as like I'm sure that might have been coach Harwood or or maybe was who was Kane's coaches were might have been involved with that I don't know but I do know the interest was a lot yeah, of people it, was, it was high really early yeah yeah I mean yeah, you could have just gone had... wherever you wanted to go I'm assuming right um, um, but yeah I mean yeah with that I mean I was really I was kind of one of the later ones on that team I mean, because you had you waited, Joe. Right? Yeah. Which is great. Uh, yeah. Maybe you can talk about that at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it was kind of, you know, yeah, there was a lot of schools that were watching and stuff. And, you know, the thing with me, uh, obviously I ended up committing to East Carolina. Um, but I was like, you know, I don't want to go too far away from home. But I ended up going just as far as I could. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, like, yeah, through the recruiting, I was just like, I just want to go, you know, somewhere – you know, fairly close and just where I feel the most comfortable. Uh, mm-hmm. And I ended up you know, in East Carolina. So. Well, and that's really interesting because, you know, a lot of kids get caught up in looking around them and it's kind of like a, they feel like it's musical chairs, right? Like all my buddies are committing and, oh, my gosh. And you, you had, you know, really the pick, you know, look at where you wanted to go. I mean, a power lefty, you know, everybody had, had heard about you. You know, what, what made you kind of slow down that process a little bit? I mean, because we've got guys now who I know are looking around going, man, all, everybody's committed except for me. What, what, what made you, you know, look for the right fit there? Um, I th- what made you not rush? That's, yeah, that was, that's actually a really good question. Um, but I think I just kind of trusted that I was going to be okay. And I just – now, and then, you know, my parents were great. You know, throughout, they were like, well, you need to make sure this is where you want to go. Um, and that's what I did. I, I took my time and I, you know, the places I really liked, I went to them, you know, more than once. And I wanted to make sure I met, you know, all the coaches and all of that. And at the end of the day, it's East Carolina was my, you know, Cliff and it was Dan Roselle. It's a really good program. Yeah. You would, it's a great program, but I think I love that you just, uh, weren't so worried about like, rushing to the finish line on it like you took you did your due diligence that's really you You were the same way with the advisor thing when you played for me I mean everyone was a lot of stuff happened really quick I remember we were in Atlanta coming off that long trip we were on and uh, I remember talking to the perfect game guys and I was like if you guys don't take him in this all-american game like you've lost your mind uh, and uh, surely they ended up taking you, and you didn't even go to the yeah, national. I, appreciate so, that. <laughs> well, I didn't do anything. All, all, all I had to do was just say, you know, go watch this kid pitch. I didn't do anything. All I, all every, people ask about, you know, you and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, all I ever did for Mackenzie Gore was write his name on a lineup card. <laughs> <laughs> I, I penciled him in, or I put him in a game. That's about all yeah. I ever did. But um, yeah, and you didn't go to the national showcase, right? No. Nah. You didn't even so, know. And yeah, no, no. they ended up picking you for the game. And then all these advisors were wanting to talk to you. And you and your family, you, you guys were not, like, all worried about it. You were just yeah. like, we'll meet with some people. We'll take our time. It's, it's really awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's that's very different of, what we're used to. We're yeah. not used to that. Yeah, that's yeah, the neat I, part of the story, exactly. Is that he took his time the whole way through. 
Mackenzie, talk talk about that a little bit, you know, again, because there's all that heat on you, and yet you're still cool, calm, and collected, and you and your family, you know, just going slowly through the process. Uh, yeah, I th- I'll start with the college, you know, the recruiting. Um, I think a lot of guys sometimes they get caught up in, you know, yeah, the, you know, the big schools and the big names, that's that's awesome. But at the end, and then they end up not, you know, playing there and they just, you know, and I think the most important thing is, yeah, if you can, you know, go to schools and you feel comfortable there, that that's great. But you need to make sure um, that's going to be your home for, you know, three or four years. So you got to, I think you need to be able to build a good relationship with the, you know, the coaches and the staff and feel comfortable. Because at the end of the day, if you can play, it doesn't matter where you play college ball at, you're, the scouts, if they if you're good, they're gonna come watch you play. Um, and now that I'm in pro ball, I see even more in that of that. So um, I think yeah, nobody's, nobody's recruiting... walking up to you guys or any of the guys there at spring training and say, "Hey, uh, you went to such and such college." They don't give a crap. Yeah. No, um, they're like, "Yeah, this guy can play." And right. like I said, if if you're a good baseball player, the scouts are gonna come find you. Um, and I think the most important thing with the college is go where you feel most comfortable and you feel like you can, you know, keep getting better for, you know, three or four years, however many years it is. And then with the advisor stuff, the same way, like, it's, it's hard to do at a young age. And I think it's starting to happen a lot younger than it usually does. It used to when I was um, playing. Um, but it, that's kind of a uh, business decision. Um, yeah, you, you got to be able to trust the guy, but you don't necessarily have to be, like, doesn't have to be your boy. Um, you ha- you want to pick the guy that you think is going to do the best job, you know, for you and do things the right way. I think that's the most important thing, you know, in this baseball business is try to find people that surround you that do things the right way. Right. Well, it's not kind of a business decision. It is. Yeah. In, yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it's, it's a business decision, and it doesn't – and in what you're basically saying, I know you feel this way, is, uh, like, having an agent or an advisor – to say you have one because it looks cool is, is really the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I didn't get mine until I think it was January oh. of my senior Oh, winter. Yeah, yeah maybe oh, you know, December, January, yeah. Uh, and you, were getting, and you were getting bombarded. Yeah, and that's why we did it because it was – as a family, we needed help, and so we went and got it. Um, yeah, but you waited. Yeah. Like, you were getting yeah. bombarded, and, and yeah. so was I that summer. <laughs> and – um. You didn't rush to the finish line. Yeah. Like you took your time and it all worked out. It's that that is a part of that is kind of a real cool part of this. Yeah. And also yeah. I think part of that is I mean, you know, my parents, you know, were really big on school and during that summer, like, yeah, I mean, this has happened, but we we were not really thinking that I was gonna get drafted. Um, to be honest with you. We were like, Yeah, he's had a lot of success and this is cool, but as of right now, he's definitely going to East Carolina. I remember <laughs> I remember one time I, I, I told you, I think on the bus, I was like, hey, bud, like, this is serious. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you might you might want to start changing your gears a little bit and start thinking about this. Yeah. And you were like, really? I'm like, yeah, you, you might you might want to. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing, for that summer, I'd never been on an airplane, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was a lot of for me. So that summer was that summer was the craziest schedule I, we ever did. Yeah. I learned but a lesson. I, yeah. Yeah. I think it helped me a lot, you know, being away from home for, what was it, 22 days or something? It was a something long like time. I, yeah. It yeah. probably did give you some help from, for, for some perspective reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think it was what we – looking back on it, like that was an unneeded trip. That was a long trip, man. I remember it was long. I remember <laughs> watching from afar going, oh, my gosh, man, when that you, is a real deal road trip, man. It oh, was yeah. fun. It was something I'll never forget. But I, I since learned that, like, we don't need to do yeah. that. I think we might we might have been burnt out by the last trip. You think? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> but, yeah, I think on but, day, like, day, like, 19, guys are like, yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, sleeping in my own bed for a couple of nights. Sleeping in my own nights, bed, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's too funny so so yeah so then you go so you got an advisor you know you have a great senior season um and the draft comes you know what tell me about draft day tell me about leading up to that what did you you know what did what was your sense what was going on because yeah, i know there's so, a lot of heat uh, uh by draft day i had a plan and if i was i was gonna you know it was gonna happen or it wasn't it, it, 
honestly, I don't know why. I was, you know, I was a little anxious. I was a little anxious on draft day, but I was pretty relaxed, man. I hung out by my neighbor's pool all day, and <laughs> my parents was like, hey, you probably need to come home now. So I was like, all right. And so I went home and got ready to go. And then I got a call right before the um, – like right before the pick, and it's like, hey, this is happening. And all I said, it was funny. They were like – I was just like, um, thank you. And you know, I told Scott, I was like, yeah, you know, thank you. And he was like, let me speak to your parents. It was funny because just like y'all were saying, I never got like crazy excited. And then – but now but when I heard my name called, it was awesome. Uh, you yeah. know, on the TV, it was awesome to watch. And – my family was excited, but all I had, I had, you know, my family there, you know, my two sisters, my mom and my dad, and my sister's fiance now, and my high school coach. So those were the only people that were my, at my house. And so I, you know, did all that, got drafted, talked to, you know, AJ. And then later that day, the team that night came, team came to my house, and, you know, I, they congratulated me. And, you know, that's how it was. So, but it was all, cool. yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So let actually, before we get it too far into Pro Bowl, let's let's talk about your time with the Canes because you know you had to place for some really good coaches. Um, I believe you had was it Coach Connor was coaching you at sixteen. Yep. Was, uh, Co Coach Connor and Coach Petty. So you had some two really you know outstanding coaches. Um, tell us about your time there, and and I know you touched on the the long road trip and how that helped prepare you for Pro Bowl. But talk about you know those two and 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 how they were able to to help you and, and help shape you. Uh, yeah. So. You know, when I was the 16 year, I was, it was my first kind of taste of this uh, travel, like travel ball thing. And you know, I, first off, I had to learn how to read the schedule, the email they sent out the weekend before, and stuff like that. Like the first time I read, it, I was like, "Oh, I'm pitching on." Wait, no, I'm actually pitching today. So um, I had to learn that out, but it it was cool. Um, it really opened my eyes, and I got to play with really good players. Uh, right. Like you know, me and you know. Jordan, like we played together for two summers, and then look at now we meet again, and you know, pro ball is awesome. And uh, I think that was the biggest thing being able to play with like really good players that had the you know, same goals as you. And then when I played for you know, Jeff, we the travel thing helped me a lot because, like I said, I'd never been on a plane before. Um, and you better get used to that, buddy. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So, and then, and then like a year after that, I mean, look where I'm what happened then so yeah I think the biggest thing was I was I had to learn how to like it was uncomfortable uh you know I was traveling mm -hmm. a lot and I wasn't used to that but I had to you know get used to being uncomfortable sure. uh right. you know meet new guys me never that we really didn't have a whole lot in common other than that we played baseball um mm -hmm. and that's the baseball world you gotta be able to you know relate to these people that you play with and I think that was the biggest thing that helped me is, you know, meet new guys and be able to yeah. pretty quickly be a team, you know. So, and I, I really think that was the most important thing. And obviously, they helped me so much. It helped me so much, you know, even with the, the recruiting and then the draft stuff, you know, put me on the big stage because I was playing, you know, for the best team. And But, I mean, it prepared me for as much as they could for, you know, pro ball, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. I mean, because you, you've had so much success, not only – you know, as an amateur, but then you get into pro ball and you just kind of, you know, just move through the system and it's, it's, you know, everything that, that all the attention that you get, you handle it so well. And I, you know, I know you're close to your family. I know you're, you're, you're close to everybody. And, you know, white, well, you have your, your group of, of, of people in your circle. You know, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with um, all the, the expectations and stuff? Man? Yeah. So let's backtrack a little bit. So after my freshman year, I got an offer to, um, and I was, I kind of went in my sophomore year, we, you know, the fall practice or winter or whatever, mm -hmm. I was feeling myself a little bit. And Coach Harwood, he was like, he brought me into his office after practice one day and he lit me up. Um, he was you know, like, I hadn't really done anything. You know, he just, he busted my bubble a little bit. And, you know, mm -hmm. after that point, I was kind of, it helped me learn how to, the noises, like when people say good things about it, it's great. But you have to be able to kind of ignore it and keep going about your business. Sure. Um, so I think that helped me a lot. And I've just kind of been able to do it, you know, ever since, you know, at that point. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tough now, especially with social media, man. It's like 
it's just thrown at your face and you don't, you tell people you ignore it, but you're going to see it. Um, you just have to, you have to have a plan. You have to trust your plan and you have to do what your goals are and not try to make other people happy. Right. Um, And so, and then like when I got into pro ball in 2018, I had that, you know, that bad year with, you know, I had, I was hurt for half the year and, uh, I was at a bad place. Like I was not having fun playing baseball, but it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Um, then I had the you know good year last year, and then I'm in a great spot right now. So, you know, it's it's pretty interesting. So I don't know if you if you well, it has it'll be released tomorrow uh, with Chad Pender, and it was it's pretty cool that he had you know he did go to college. He went to Virginia Tech, and he played with the Canes, and goes to Virginia Tech, does real well, um, gets into Pro Bowl. And his first season, he had a bad year, and you know he, same thing. You know, you got to figure it out. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see that, you know, people are either entering, you know, at, at some point you got humbled. Thank goodness it was earlier, you know, when you were yep. younger, which taught you a lesson, you know, put you on the right path and have, has kept you humble. But, but typically you find guys are either humble or they get humbled. Um, yep. You know, it, it's good to, to, to keep that perspective as you're going through. And, you know, struggling in pro ball, that's, you know, that's not easy, man. You know, I, yep. I know – I know, you know, trying to figure it out. So tell me a little bit about that. Talk to us about, you know, as you're going through that season, you're nicked up, you're banged up a little bit, you're not having the success you're, you're used to having. You know, how did you get through that? How did you push through and how did you get back on track? Um, yeah, so 18 was my first full season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going into that year, I'm the, at that point, I was the top left-handed pitching prospect. Um, and... Then the blisters came, and I think it was the all-star break. I had, like, a 10 ERA, like, something crazy. Because uh, I just remember I was getting ready for a start, and I looked at the scoreboard because they were just, you know, my face is up there. And it's like, man. Uh, so, honestly, what got me going is Cliff called me one night. He said, hey, man, look, I know you're struggling, but nobody's going to feel sorry for you. So, you got to figure out how to, you know, get through this and, you know, just keep, you know, pushing forward and that kind of that's kind of where I was you know I was kind of like sulking and like oh, I don't know what to do and when he said that he's like nobody's gonna feel sorry for you that kind of got me going to be honest with you uh, it was still tough after that but yeah. that's kind of the way I thought about it like nobody feels sorry for me is part of life and there could be a lot worse things going on too absolutely so. yeah sure. yeah well, as you know, that, and that's interesting because Cliff's not afraid to tell you how it is, huh? No, no, no. no. <laughs> and that was a perfect, perfect fit for you too. I mean, that was, you know, it shows that that taking your time and, and going about your recruiting process the right way, actually, that a school you didn't even go to impacted you in Pro Bowl. So that's really, really cool. I mean, that's and that's part of the story that most people. Well, it um, says a lot about Godwin. That says a lot about Coach that, Godwin. Um, Absolutely, he's cared about you. And he's invested in the relationship that you guys have. And you never won a game for him, and you never will. Yeah. yeah. So, so, and, yeah, the thing about him, like, my first two offseasons, I lived with him. I knew that. Um, yeah. um, mm-hmm. And then the thing is, that guy, you know, he he's tough on his guys. But, you know, living with him and knowing how much he cared about them and how much they affected him, you know, going to sleep and stuff. For sure. Yeah. He was – he's just great, man. He cares about – he cares a lot. So No doubt. And, you know, I can't thank just that program enough for, like I said, they've helped me in pro ball, so. Yeah. Sure. Well, the int- and, and most people don't know that you struggled, right? Most people yep. just see, you know, especially in this, this era of, of all the social media, they just read the headlines and, oh, Mackenzie Gore is great. Mackenzie Gore did this and he did that. They don't know about the struggles, yep. you know, unless they're really a truly a, a Padres fan or a Mackenzie Gore fan, which I know there's a lot of those. But. So you get past that, and you know, last year, pretty good year. Yeah, I mean, compare (laughs) compare your, I guess, your mental state. Compare, you know, kind of the processes you're going to in 2019 when you're running well, everything's great, to kind of when you were struggling in 2018. I mean, what what was the difference there? Uh, Yeah, so 2018 happened, and I, you know, I've said this a few times. I was hurt. I couldn't really pitch. Then when I pitched, I was just kind of. I wasn't really 100% ever, but mm-hmm. I said I told somebody I was like, I felt I felt like a kind of like a caged animal, and then 2019 like I made sure my finger wasn't going to happen again, and I came ready to go. Um, and once they let me loose, I just 
kept going, and I was kind of on a mission. I, you yeah. know, I had some stuff to prove. Like, I had to prove that I was good and prove to myself that I am, you know, really good. So, yeah. that's kind of what 2019 was. I mean, part of that, isn't that navigating it? Like, I mean, I, as good as you were coming out of high school, you're still 18 years old. You don't have the pro ball experience. You know, your 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 peers are going off to play at, you know, whatever college. Like, you're flying across the country yep. to live away from your family. Um, you're having to navigate what professional baseball is. And then in 19, like, you have a nice baseline of – after 18's over, I'm not – I'm not – I'm asking you more than anything else. I mean, 18 finishes, it's like, okay, this happened, that happened. Then you go back to the drawing table and you're like, well, I have some experience now yeah. of what it's going to take. And yeah. then in that offseason, if I know you like I think I do, you just did whatever it took yeah. to make sure you were going to be successful in 19. And you're the kind of guy – you're, you're not going to fail easily. Like, yeah. it's not, that's not really on the table for you. You're going to do what it takes to be successful. Yeah. Um, yeah, so honestly, the biggest thing 18 uh, showed me was I'll, I knew, you know, physically I was always a really good baseball player, but I had some work to do mentally. And yeah. uh, so, yes, the off season of after the 18 season, there was some, you know, hard workouts and stuff like that. But there was a lot more mental workouts that, Cause it's a long season in pro ball and a lot of mental, um, you know, strength that you hadn't had to use before, just to be able to get through every day. And so I knew after 18, I had to be better mentally. Um, and that was part of my, you know, my off season program is to be better mentally going into 19. And I just try to keep getting better and with the mental side of things. And it's, that's really cool to hear because, you know, there's a lot of guys that are super talented in baseball. You know, they go and get punched in the nose kind of like you did in 2018, and they don't know how to pick themselves back up. Or they pick themselves up, and they go another couple years, and they just kind of fade away. You know, you picked yourself up, dusted yourself off, said, hey, I'm going to fix what I didn't do in 18, and I'm going to build on that. And, and 19 comes, you have a great year. You know, you started out spring training really strong this year. Um, you know, it's neat to see that progression. And, and you know, as you get older, you, you look for these things. But it's yeah. pretty cool watching you, how you've moved up and how you've just kept kind of adding on, you know, for the last couple of years. It's been really neat to see. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's kind of hard, especially if, you know, really the last time you faced a whole ton of adversity was, you know, your high school coach knocking you down in, yeah. in, in your sophomore year. So um, you hadn't faced much super adversity until, you know, until you got to Pro Bowl. That's just pretty um, cool to see, man. Yeah, and that's the thing. And the thing about pro ball is, yeah, you're the best player, but everybody in pro ball was the best player. So, right. welcome right. to the welcome to pro ball, but everybody <laughs> was the best player, and it's big boy baseball. So, uh, that's kind of how it was. But yeah. very neat, very neat. So, yeah, tell us. So, for those of us that for those watching that don't know, tell us a little bit how your spring training started this year. Tell us, tell us some of the highlights there. Uh, yeah, so I was a big league spring training, um, but I did not pitch a lot. I was kind of on me. I was kind of slow playing me and because, you know, expecting hopefully to pitch in, you know, later in the year because uh, there were innings and stuff. And so I really didn't throw that much in games. Um, uh, I had my first outing. It was good. And then my second one really wasn't – I mean, it wasn't very good. Uh, but – at that point, I'd, it was one of those situations you learn from it. Um, I mean, the stuff was good that night. Uh, but coming out the bullpen, I just wasn't very good that day. Right. Uh, but, I mean, it was awesome to be in the big league club, how to be with those guys and, you know, just, you know, see how everybody handles their business and, you know, kind of see how I handle my business and compare it to them. And it was just good to be around those guys yeah. to be honest with you, and just get to know them and, you know, the biggest thing, like first spring training, I'm not, I, I didn't say a whole lot. Uh, it was more just get my work done, listen, and just kind of watch guys. And it was awesome. It was fun. And I was in a good spot. I felt great. Uh, and then this happened. But And then they take you out and play golf with you and take your money. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so 
for those of you that, that have seen McKenzie, you notice big high leg kick. Where did that come from? I want to talk about a little bit about mechanics there. Tell me something yeah. about that. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I've always done it. Uh, I was always yeah. taught, you know, when I was younger, uh, the guy that gave me lessons, um, he was like, turn, show the catch of your hip pocket. And I just, for some reason, I started turning and lifting my leg up really high. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. And just really the biggest thing for me was just repeating my delivery. And there's pictures when I was really small with a big old leg kick. So <laughs> it's funny. I, I really don't know the answer to that question. I didn't really, it's not like I saw somebody and tried to right. throw like It just kind of happened naturally. So That's wow. pretty cool. I never knew that. I, yeah, yeah I, I always see it, and I'm like, it, it's amazing to me how you can repeat mechanics and how you get to the same spot virtually every single time with those, you know, with those moving pieces. Really cool. I mean, and honestly, you know, I know uh, a lot of people don't feel like it, but it makes you, you know, you help the yeah. argument of pitchers are actually athletes, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, if somebody wants to come argue with me about pitcher being an athlete, I'll just – you know, this is probably going to sound bad here, but I'll just tell them to find a better athlete. So <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about myself. So, so yeah, take it. So let's even back up. So speaking of that, you hit a little bit in high school, right? Yeah, I used to swing a little bit. Yeah, so, I heard. And, and Cliff was going to let me at least try to hit in the fall. I don't know how yeah. that was going to go, but I was going to hit in the fall. So. Never know. Yeah, yeah. could have been, could have been a, an All-American two-way. And I'm hitting over 300 in double A. So I had my three at and I got me one out. Here's where you lose people on the pitchers or athletes uh, yeah. argument. Start talking about your three at bat. Yeah. You probably didn't know when you were doing that leg kick when you were a little kid that, that it was going to help you with deception in pro ball. No, I did not. And the thing is, it, people picked on me for throwing crazy, but there wasn't a whole lot of talk about the leg kick until I got drafted. Right. And then that just – there's a lot of talk now about it. So, um, Dude, it is that you hide the ball really well. You know, it's deceptive. And next thing you know, you got, you know, you're, you're coming out and, and balls on top of you. I mean, I, I saw a lot of the stuff, I guess you're throwing them backfields and live BP and stuff like that. And, you know, watching uh, Tetis take uh, uncomfortable swings on you. Do you take yeah. a, a little bit of pride in that when that happens? Uh, I mean, yeah. The thing is, like, at that point, I hadn't thrown a lot, and you know that the, those guys were in there you know, to challenge me, and uh, and we that's that's why I think you know we're in a good spot because we have a lot of good players and we can challenge each other. Like Manny was the first guy, and then uh, it might have been like Tatis after him or something. So we we had a lot of and me and Tatis, Tatis have faced each other uh, before. Um, mm -hmm. So it's fun pitching against those guys, and also I'll, after you get done throwing, you can talk to them and you know what they saw and things like that. So. It definitely was a more intense live BP than the usual. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked like it, man. It looked like it was. Uh, I it actually was like got a, to see that. I, I think I saw it live. Yeah, it looked like, like a September, you know, September playoff game up there, and he was taking <laughs> swings, and he was like, "Oh man, that was, I, that, that I, I ran into that. I ran into that on an accident. I was on so Twitter, yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, what? Mackenzie Gore is pitching against Tatis yeah. and and what's his face?" Uh, Came over from the Orioles. Man, uh, Manny. Manny. Oh, Manny yeah, and I'm like, man, I'm going to watch this. So I sat yeah. there and watched it live on Facebook. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, so, that was fun. So we know this is a business, but tell us about some of the other cool things, like things that a lot of people don't see that, that you've got to experience through baseball in your in, just in your short time in pro ball. What were some of the things, some of the highlights, I guess? Um. Well, I won a Texas League championship, and, you know, that's a, it was a different – obviously a different – championship that I'd ever won before um mm -hmm. but it was cool to celebrate you know with champagne and all that you know that was fun uh so that was cool uh yeah, that is pretty cool yeah and then That's to be honest league, isn't it yeah uh, yeah it was tough and then it, it was the first year we had you know that minor league team in Amarillo so mm -hmm. it was the first year back and then we won the Texas league so that was that was a lot of fun and then something else that's pretty cool is uh, you know, and it, you know the Canes. You know, me and Joe kind of being where we're at today, and kind of the same place. You know, we played together when we were sixteen and seventeen, and you know, our families are—they talk and they know each other, and that's uh, kind of been pretty cool. How small the baseball world is. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. You know, he's he's been great in pro ball. And that's wild. Man. The, two, the two of you guys 
coming up together. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. You guys have people people say one of your names and then the other one just a lot of times just falls yeah, right out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been cool. Yeah. It's interesting. And and I know when you played for the Canes, I know we, we actually shut you down for a little while, right? I mean, Jeff, do you remember uh, that? You know, that water? wasn't my decision. Um I actually tried to talk him into yeah. pitching some in the fall. Like I really uh -huh. wanted him to come to Jupiter. Yeah, um, so, I thought that it would be a good experience for him just pitching in front of all those scouts and stuff. Because right, I mean, at the time, you know, I I thought that there was a chance, and I think that there was even on the table there for a while. There was a discussion like maybe I'll shut it down and work out and try to get hot again. But then it just yeah. became yeah. it didn't make sense, and obviously he didn't need it, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it might have been a thing where we needed him a little bit more than he needed us, but. Yeah. Um, you know, McKenzie was competitive. You know, he, yeah, I think he was absolutely. interested in the Jupiter thing because he wanted to win, you know. And that was another reason why me and him got along so well because, you know, when McKenzie gets the ball, he's not out there for, for fun. I mean, He's not looking in the dugout for somebody to come get him. No, no. He, he, <laughs> he, wants, he wants to win, and he takes a lot of pride in, in trying to help his team win. Yeah. So uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah and, then, and then to be honest, the Jupiter thing was just me trusting my plan, kind of like what I talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. Every right. fall, I would shut down, and I wouldn't throw for a few months. And it worked for get, you. Get ready for the spring. So yeah. uh, that's kind of why we ended up not doing it. We were like, Dude. and that's where it came. If I thought, I was like, if I'm good enough, they'll come watch me in the spring. Uh, uh, I mean, that's Jupiter, true. And I think yeah. I told you that. Yeah. I think we yeah, had, you probably, we, yeah. always had a, we always had a good open line of communication. Um, I think it was more – I mean, I'm saying it right now. It was more we wanted you to come pitch for us because we knew you could win a ball game for us in yeah. that environment. But of course, it would wouldn't have hurt it you. Been, yeah, it would have been great too. It that wouldn't have hurt you to get seen by those people. But yeah, we did use them a little bit out of the pen that summer. Yeah, right. we did. I probably regret. I regret that honestly. Um, and not that we innings I think in the high I was school, trying that to, thing. I think we were yeah. trying to count innings at yeah. that point because yeah. they won the state championship. And they, yeah, they went real deep. Yeah, and and. Uh, yeah, the, the neat thing, I, I guess the part I wanted to bring out was that, you know, I think it's, it's important for people, you know, in, in like in your position, Mackenzie, to manage your workload. You knew what your plan was. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's easy to get caught up in everything going on around you, the advisors, the, the potential draft, the recruiting, all of that. Um, but it's more important to stick with your plan, especially since you knew when you started throwing in the spring and how many innings and workloads and stuff like that. And, you know, it was, you know, I know, you know, Jeff, it, it's, we, we're trying to manage all of that too. And I think it's super important. You know, one of the things I know we work very hard at is communicating with the high school coach, making sure that we're all on the same page as well as the families and, and, and the players just to make sure you know, everybody does have a plan because the majority of people, McKenzie, don't. Yes. You know, majority of people don't have a plan and they just kind of, well, I'll throw here this weekend and then I'll throw midweek and then I'll throw here and they're all over the place. They've always had good arms and uh, a, a depth of arms. I, I, honestly, I, some, it kind of took off even more so after you left, McKenzie. Like, I'm looking at my board over here to the left for this summer. We've got 17 arms on the board, 14 of them are 92 or better. Uh, I mean, we, yeah, it's not bad. Um, you know, but with you, with, like with you, like we, I regret almost the way we handled that. But because we probably could have, you wanted to start, and you were oh, the, yeah. you were the best guy we had by um, far. Yeah, um, but that was where you, you know, you well, thought, me and Mills, like you were me and Mills talking right about it. There. Yeah, we were trying to be you be safe with your arm. Yeah. I think twice. We didn't start you, and we brought you in. The and it second inning. Yeah, it's too late. I remember. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember. We would have won that game. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, yeah, because I didn't score after that. Well, yeah, I, I, I know that, buddy. Thanks for thanks for bringing that up. But you know, it's too late. We bring you in, and and uh, well, you know, we're sitting there thinking we could maybe win that game, maybe without you, and then have you the next yeah. round. But that was not the. Anyways, you live and you learn, right? Yeah, so. yeah, that is. You know, that's a good point. You know, you you say that and it's funny, but I remember there was some games like, do we save them for game two? Like out that are in. If, like honestly, in high school, I was like, it kind of if you you want to win that first win now, and then you can try to win the next. Yeah. One. So uh, since then, uh, <laughs> you know how many times I've saved our dude. 
I don't. You don't. You're and <laughs> and we have we've been on the good fortune of a lot of those championships since yeah. she's left. You know, my team didn't win one. So. I know. We well, might that, that might actually have to be called the Mackenzie Gore rule. Did we win that thing in New York City though? Didn't we? Oh yeah, we did win that yeah. one. Yeah, because yeah, I, I there's an example. We we played Team Elite, I think. Yeah, and we 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 threw you. Yep. Yeah, I think or yeah. I don't I don't remember exactly how that. But then we were in Arizona. I can't end, but it was early. Yeah, we were in Arizona at the World Series, and it was we we started you. I was like, we, oh, yeah, we, we, we ain't bringing this guy out of the band. And that was and that was the thing. We knew it was my last start or like my last. Sure. We knew. It, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, yeah. It was hot that day. I do remember that. Yeah, July in Arizona is not cool. No. It's how not. is it? How is it now in Arizona? What kind of oh, weather? Nice is it? It's, it's golfing nice weather, now. right? Golfing weather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you say you're good at golf, what is that? Or you're getting better? What does that mean? I mean, you're like a 25 handicap. You uh, 11. No, my handicap yeah. right now is like 11 or 12. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm getting like I said, I'm getting better, but I would like I golf is you know I like doing it, but I. I'm one of those guys that everything I do, I want to be really good at. So sure. that's kind of where I'm at. I'm sure you'll put some time and effort into it. And get oh, yeah. I want to ask yeah. you this. Your family is – they're solid, man. They're solid. Yeah. Your, your dad is a solid dude. Your mom – I your mom posts scripture all the time and on, on social media, and I read it and like it all the time. I've even texted her a couple different times over the last couple mm-hmm. of years where she'll put something up and the scripture that she posts that day or the story she posts that day really relates to what's going on in my life yeah, at that which time. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, at that time. And, and, and I, like, thank her, and she sends me a message right back, and she's like, you know, I'm glad that it did that for you or whatever. It, so, I mean, there's got to be a lot of perspective in that house. Um, you know, and then, you know, your mannerisms and the way you handle yourself competitively, like, not ever really like when you have had some failures or you know not getting too high or too low kind of staying even keel like kind of the perfect pitcher mentality maybe on the outside looking in uh for me and some people like well you coached him like well yeah but i'm not in the inner workings of that home and how it worked Mm -hmm. and maybe speak i mean it had to have something to do with it your upbringing like Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so they, um, my parents were great. You know, just the way that they expected me to act and you know carry myself. And then my two sisters, they made it where I couldn't get too too high because they would they would bust the bubble quick. So uh, <laughs> I think having you know those two sisters and you know they're great. Um, you know Meredith is a she's an awesome story. Um, I just actually put her on my story today. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Tell, yeah. tell people about it. Tell people about Mary. Yeah. So, um, you know, Mary's in a wheelchair. Um, she just mild case of cerebral palsy, but you know, she's she works. She graduated college. Um, she drives. She just like growing up with her, and nothing ever stopped her. You know, she never had the excuse. And what an example. That kind of, yeah. That's kind. Of, she's kind of like you know. We got the good parents, and me, you know, me and Lexi are the younger ones. But you know, Mary's kind of the backbone. She, we all kind of look look up to her, and just the way she's, nothing has stopped her. You know, my parents and me and Lexi. Uh, so, and she probably will get mad at me for saying that, but that, it's really the truth. Um, you know, she's getting married this December. Uh, she's uh, she's all. You talking about somebody that's competitive? Uh, and she, when she's at baseball games, you know she's there. Uh, she yeah. gets into it and uh, yeah. she loves it. So, well, that's a great living example for you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. That's you know, cool. you know, Jeff. You mentioned perspective, and you know, for for a young, you know, you, you're young, still young, but even growing up, you were, you know, as as a young kid, you you had that perspective. You, you, you know, Jeff, you mentioned all the perspective in that house, and, and just hearing the way you talk about your sisters. I mean. It, it's it's obvious that there's a ton of perspective in that house and and it and i think it, it really as, as jeff mentioned just to reiterate it really reflects in the way that you carry yourself on the mound because you do you look unflappable you look like you're in control um 
even though you may not feel that inside at times, you know, you, you really do a good job there. And it's neat to, to hear the story and for you to be able to share the story, um, you know, of your family, because, you know, we talk about the Canes being family all the time. And, you know, again, people don't get to see Jeff sending texts out or, or you know, as yeah. Godwin did to you, you know, hey, you're, you need to figure it out. You know, those things are important. Yeah, and, 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 and baseball is hard enough. Right. And speaking of that, you know, I I follow you, you your every move. Yeah. Um, yeah I well, used to text all the time, and well, it was you my know, first spring and we went to dinner. So that's right. And I care a lot, I, but I don't wear you out. Yeah. Like, that's that's my thing. Like, I I don't I don't reach out as much as I probably even want to. Um, just because I I feel like there's a, it's leave guys alone kind of you know. Yeah. Like, like you'd be in the background, and, and as long as you know that we care, like that for me, like that's all that matters. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm not. Thing is I'm like, probably like, not ever going to call you up. I'm probably never going to be the guy to call you up and say, hey, "You're struggling. You should do." Like I'm. Those yeah. days for me have passed. You know, but uh, there are a couple guys. Like sometimes I'll call up Jake Cave or something because we just talk. We talk but, all the time. But, but McKenzie knows that you're knows there if he needs you. Yes. Well, if you, I ever need anything, I know you're going to away. Yeah, well, I know, well, I know that you're there, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, Especially. I know, like, if we needed you for something, like, you, you'd be there. Yeah. So it's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's a two-way street for sure. And you know that we want to see you succeed, and we're following you every step of the way. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's someone, a, like you, someone like you deserves to have success. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate yeah, that. yeah we, we sit back and everybody talks about you here, buddy. And it's all in positive, you know, that we share McKenzie's stories. We talk about, you know, your outings. We, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, in, in the Canes organization that are following you and just, just admiring what you're doing. So, you know, just, just once you know that you always have support here. I know you have the relationship with coach Petty, but you got a, you got a ton of, a ton of well, fans. Our whole coach's staff. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we, 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 coach we Mills, know, everybody we're known as a guy that, you know, you're a good guy. You're not going to change. You could be a Cy, you could be a Cy Young Award winner one day, be a perennial All Star. Like, and you work hard, and you des you deserve those that success if that's what happens. But at the end of the day, it's not going to be who you are. You know, I mean, your baseball is no. not who you are. It's just it's what we do. Exactly. We used to say that, and you embody that, and you live that, and you're a living example of that. So it's. It's awesome to yeah. see you have the success you're having and, and much more coming for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. McKenzie, any other things you do off the, off the uh, field, anything besides golf? What do you do with your, with your buddies um, there? I mean, I know not now, but what, what do you like to do outside um, of uh, baseball? In the off season, I hunt a lot. Uh, uh, I don't live back at home now, but, you know, I live like at 45 minutes to an hour from there, so – I still I hunt a lot in the off season, and I really go hang out with the family. Uh, my sister's the guy she's marrying is fielding, as y'all know. So yeah, he's a good, uh, good dude. Yep, fielding is one is a cane now too. So mm -hmm. uh, we we hang out a lot, um, and really that's about it. You know, I hunt, golf, and hang out. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Um, well, Mackenzie, we have a lot of canes kids that are watching this, you know, all the way down from our youth teams, all the way up through our high school showcase teams, you know, what sort of advice, you know, would you give them, um, you know, start out with the young guys and maybe the older guys as well? Um, uh, for the young guys, just, uh, just, you know, keep working hard and hard work is I really believe in what gets you where you need to be. Um, you know, don't get satisfied because, of your success now it's good to have it but just there's always somebody out there that's going to be you know as good as you and you got or guys that are trying to catch you so you either got to try to get better than that guy or not let him catch you um and for older guys just just have a plan and really trust it uh and if they're playing with y'all they're in a great organization like with the canes it's y'all are great and they're in a good place so trust y'all and ask questions and just play the game the right way very cool. Jeff, any advice to McKenzie as he uh, continues on his pro journey? Man, I can't give that kind of advice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got all, I say, all I would say is this, don't change, man. 
Yep. Don't change who you are, man. Like who you are is what we well, we just got done talking about it. That's why we rave about you. It's the baseball side is cool. It's it's awesome to watch the success, but the person is is better. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, man. That's all I would say. Yeah. We're we're following okay. you, man, and just want want to see it keep going. Yeah, yeah man. We'll, we'll stay up late on the East Coast to watch you, man. So oh, you, right. you get into the, you get into the Padre yeah. Uni, buddy. We're, we're there. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. Play, if it, first, pitch is, first pitch is 10.30 p.m. out here. Yeah. I will, be, I will, I will make my schedule appropriately. <laughs> I will be up yeah. watching for sure. Nice. No doubt. <laughs> Sounds good. Years Absolutely. to come. Yep. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know what, McKenzie, I am – we appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, I can, can't say it enough how much we appreciate you. You know, you represent you, your family, and us the right way. And, man, it, it's so cool to, to talk to somebody that is confident in themselves and, and humble enough to, to stick with your plan and to trust those around you in your circle. So really appreciate you. You've given a lot of great advice to our kids and players and and their parents. I mean, dude, not just a big league player, yeah, but a big, big league person as well, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And hey, anytime. Dude, you're a dude. We'll check in back in with you, buddy. All We're right, going to check so. in with you before baseball kicks up. We're going to find out if you've lowered that handicap. Let's see how competitive you are. <laughs> well, I, it should be. <laughs> Keep that money in your pocket. That's All right. right. Don't, don't let him right. take it. Take care, All brother. Right, so, sounds good. See you. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Wow, what a great episode with Mackenzie Gore. Give him a follow on social media at mgore181 and give him a shout out for his appearance today. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor, like, comment, subscribe, review, and share. Give us a follow on social media at Show. You can reach out to me directly on social channels at Rob Younce, or email me directly at robyounce at gmail.com. You can find Jeff Petty on social media channels at WJeffPetty. Give him a follow. I welcome your feedback as we look to improve every single episode. Until that next episode, stay safe, wash your hands, and remember to be humble or this game will humble you.